They told me for years there was no money in podcasting. Well, they were all wrong. This is an ambiguous podcast solutions original podcast. A podcast years in the making. Centered around You're listening to Talking with Tarasha. With your host and founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Will Tarashuk. Join Will and his guests as they talk about anything and everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's do this. Yes, I know I have gray hair. All right, all right, everybody, settle down, settle down. It is time for another episode of the Talking with Tarashuk podcast, the unknown, unnamed nonsense edition. Where the talk is unknown, it's completely unnamed, and it's complete and utter. Nonsense. I am Will Tarashik, the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, and I am joined again this time by my partner in crime. As always, man, mind the board, Christian Wright. Christian, my friend, how are you? What's going on, Will? Here for some unknown, unnamed nonsense. Let's get into it. Some ridiculous questions, thought-provoking, silly, all of the above. We're all we're about to get into all of it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be prolific. It's going to be hilarious. Prolific. That's a great word. I don't know what it means, but I've heard it multiple times. So let's just, let's just roll with that. What's the first question? First question. And you guys, we know we, we, we do this at random. There's no preparation. This is all, this is all off the top I of the I haven't looked at the questions in three days. I don't ever look at them. I only look at them when we're on the show. So... So there's that. All right. So let's see what we could find here. Mm. What's the hardest thing to do in sports? Oh, 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 oh boy. Okay. The hardest thing to do in sports. Uh, the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball professionally. So we're going to talk pro- mm. pro- professional sports. I'm going to keep it at professional sports. Really? You think, you, you think, you think baseball? I do. I do. I, I, I feel like there's an argument to be made like golf. Yeah. Okay. Golf too. Golf too. But the thing about golf, I'll I'll defend baseball. But I want to debunk golf first. <laughs> golf, golf, golf is very much oh, a boy. where you can get better at golf by practicing. Golf is a very individual game. So yeah, like a hole in one, very very difficult. Hitting a golf ball actually from someone who used to golf, very very difficult. But the pressure is on you to make sure that you can get better. Whereas baseball, professional baseball, you can spend all the time in the batting cages. Once DeGrom is on that mound, you're not hitting that ball, right? Because you can get better, but so can the pitcher. The slider can break an extra inch and a half. And if, if it does, it's gonzo. Forget it. And the average fastball in the MLB, we can probably Google this, I'm going to say is 96 miles per hour, give or take. Average. Average. So... You have a split second. That's true. That's true. So it is. It's like, you know, I mean, there's factors with, with golf, but there's not, you're not getting a, a ball thrown at you at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You could take your time, line up your shot. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. But, you know, you don't know who the pitcher's going to be. Yeah. You know, all these different types of. And you got a split second to make up your mind. Am I going to swing or am I not going to swing? Right? Like, the, right. The, it's 60... there's a lot of judgment calls that have to be made. In, in real time. seconds. Like, their hand-eye coordination for baseball players. I know baseball players get a lot of shit for, like, not being athletes. And uh, to some extent, I get it, you know. It's a, it's a skill. It's a game of skill. It's a game of skill. It's you, a you, game You of... can't just be athletic and be good at, you know. I mean, yes and no. But 
I mean, athletes can pretty much do anything, but you know, it's a skill. It's a skill. Hitting a baseball is difficult. It's a skill it's thing. Just, it's it's next to impossible. Like even as a kid, I wasn't good at it. Yeah, I, I, had to get, I had to go through three pairs of glasses to find one that would fit right, so I could see the baseball. Funny story. I never hit a baseball in my life. I my ex girlfriend was in a softball league, and they were short. They were short a man. So she said, "Can you play?" I'm like, "I do not want to make your team worse than they already are. You guys have already been losing." Oh, God. So I'm like, all right, I'll suit up. Granted, it's softball. It's an underhand throw. But I've never hit a, ba- a baseball, softball, a ball, any object with a baseball bat in my life. They toss it up. I I smack it. <laughs> fucking hit it into the fucking clouds. And it <laughs> turned out I had a natural knack for it. All right. That's yeah. it. That's a story I did not. Th- I thought you were gonna say I swung and missed, struck out four times. Oh no! The After ball's that, bigger. They were they were like, "Yo, does, you sure this guy hasn't played before?" And she's like, "No, he played football." And they wanted me to be designated hitter for the re- like. They were like, "Forget the person that didn't come today. You're designated hitter for the rest of the season." I mean, that, that that's fair, right? Because it's softball. Was it was it coed? Was it all girls? Yeah, it was coed. It was, it was co-ed. coed. Okay, I so mean, because like- my ex girlfriend was on there, so it was guys, it was girls. It was, okay, it was coed. So at least okay. In that case, uh, did you even have a glove? Like, do you even own a baseball glove? I had to borrow a glove. Okay. Um, I had to. I was using cleats from when I was like a senior in high school that were falling apart had to tape them they started they started talking in the middle of one of the softball games um fun experience but yeah I clearly wasn't like a softball baseball player it just came together baseball is my shit uh I love baseball um I've always loved baseball my dad loves baseball my family loves baseball I played baseball from T-ball up until I was 15 where I aged out, not get up to play high school. That's okay. So you can hit a baseball then? Huh? I can. Uh, I can. Actually, I can't. I, gotta, I, gotta, actually, I, do, I do have a few baseball stories. Um, so story number one, I was a pitcher uh, as well as a first baseman as well as a terrible outfielder. I'm not good at baseball. Let me clarify. I'm not good at baseball at all. Uh, but I was nine years old on the mound, and it was one of those – like their throw, it's it's it was one of those off the bat. You have a split second to react, and like this motherfucker hit the ball so hard right off the bat, right at my face. I just went ah, and this like you know, put, put put my glove in front of my face and somehow caught it. Uh, life flashed from my eyes. I didn't like what I saw, so I went home and started playing a trumpet. No, um, but so I caught the ball, and then I'm still on the mound, and I show you not the next pitch. So like you know, it's like uh, there's home plate, there's the umpire. There's like the caging where the people sit, and then there's the dugouts. Mm-hmm. So I threw the ball, and it hit the cage where people sit. <laughs> like, right? Like I was just and my, to the point where like the coach was just like, "Will take a breath, like get a minute, compose yourself," because that was fucking awful, right? So that's that's story number one. Uh, story number two is probably the proudest moment of my entire life. Uh, Twelve years old, we are in the little league championship. Uh, last inning, your boy is on the mound. Your boy. Your boy is on your the mound. Boy. Mariano he's Rivera here, He's right outside. Here. And here's the great irony. So I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Okay. Uh, grew up in Boston. I know. It, it was terrible. The irony. But the irony. But my team that year was the Red Sox. I remember getting the phone call from my coach saying, congratulations, Will. You're a Red Sox. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> that sucks. And lo and behold, my number was number 24. This was back in 2007. When Manny Ramirez was number twenty-four, which 
my most hated player on the Red Sox by far at that time. Um, so championship game, your boys on the mound, Mariano Rivera, 24 reverse, his number 42. And uh, I get the game-winning strikeout, season-ending strikeout on what should have been ball four, striking out Connor Bolger. So Connor, if you're listening to this, it was ball four, but I win, all right? Buck, I win. Uh, also that game, that season, we were, we lost the first game and then we won every single game the rest of the season. We won 21 straight games, including the playoffs. It was the most unbelievable, incredible season of baseball and, in the highlight of and, my childhood. And what, what league was this? This was Little League. This is Little League. <laughs> this is a Little League story, yeah. right? Yeah, this is Little League. This is Little League. So I was this is Little old. League, bro. So it was, I'm over here thinking, like, this is, like, you know, high school. Oh, no, there this was, is Little League. I'm there was 12. some glory, you know, the, no, I'm the audience, the girls are watching. He said, no, I'm, I'm 12 years old. I'm 12 years old. I mean, I'm, you know. I'm a wee little baby. I'm a wee little pup. Uh, so how it was broken down, it was T-ball, um, six and seven. You have double A, which is eight and nine. Then 10, 11, 12 is either the majors, which you have to try out for, or triple A, which is just defaulted if you suck. So I played triple A. I didn't even bother trying out. I, like, I just want to play triple A ball. So I played triple A, 10, 11, 12, won a championship at 12. And then that was when the base pass was 60 feet. And then you made you, you uh, upgrade 13, 14, 15 to what's called the Babe Ruth League, which was the actual standard size of a baseball field. So 90 feet to the bag, uh, 60 feet, six inches from the mound. And then the the outfielders were however long I wanted to be. Uh, and then thir- when I was 13, I played okay. 14, uh, my game, my first game of the season, I got a single and a walk. Uh, and then made like a ground out or whatever. And then I went hitless the rest of the season. I mean, the rest of the season didn't get a single hit. And it was the most demoralizing thing for a 14-year-old. But then 15. And, and I mean, and how many times do you realistically go up a game? Uh, three. So that's nine just. Nah, three, three a game. Honestly, my dad uh, kept like the schedule and put like our like one for two, oh for three, two for four, whatever, mm. like double RBI. He, much, he, he kept track of all our stats. I should go and find that piece of paper if my dad still has it, which he does. I bet he does. And find the O for sh- the O for streak I went. I still walk. I still got on base. Ah, sh- okay. So but there like, was some times where there was a ball. Or, yeah, yeah, it's you know, like four balls is a walk. I got to explain right. baseball to you, Christian. Come on now. Um, oh, no, no. I played softball, man. I know the rules. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but 15, when I turned 15. Nah, right? I went there. I had to explain everything to me when I, when I played. <laughs> so you're not too far off. My last year when I played 15, though, because I think what it was, uh, I think it was my glasses. When I was 14 years old, because the next year at 15, I, pl- I wore contacts. My controller's broken. Your controller's broken. No, I'm making fun of you. No, my, yeah, my <laughs> it was my glasses. My, my glasses. <laughs> it was my glasses. My, my glasses. Yeah, my controller. You know, my, I, had, I had tape and everything. My could, oh, okay. No, this I didn't. Is, this I'm is like not, straight not out of dirty. a movie. Yeah, no, straight out of a movie. Um, but, but I played I play the contacts, and mm. I tore it up. I played the best year of baseball I've ever played in my entire like, life. I can see. I like can see I that. batted, I batted over three hundred for the season, which in baseball is phenomenal. You don't do contacts. I've never seen you in in contact. You don't do contacts. No, that's another story. I'll get to that story afterwards. Okay. Um. So save that question. Um. But last game in the playoffs, we're losing. Uh, last inning, let's start make a rally. I'm counting the people. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be up pretty soon, and I come up. 
and this is how my career ends. I destroy this. Your, ball. Wait, before you answer that, your little league, your little league career. Technically, Babe Ruth. So Babe Ruth is 13, 14, 15. But technically, yes, my my child ball. This ba- is how phenomenal you are of a storyteller <laughs> that you're talking about little league right now, yeah, dude. And you say, now pay attention. This is how my career ends. It is. I had I, I aged out, dude. I aged out of baseball and I skilled out of high school. And I'm nowhere good for the minor leagues or the MLB. <laughs> so this is the end of my baseball career here. This is heartbreaking. This is right? where it all. This is where it came to an end. This is. This is. This was the end of a Listen chapter up. in my life. This is fucking important. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> no. So so I'm up, and I just fucking tee off on this ball. Absolutely fucking demolished. And I round first base. I see this kid go like this, and catch it. And as soon as, because this motherfucker was playing deep anyway. Mm. So he just put his, like, like left in the sandlot. Please catch it. Please catch it. And he fucked. You're talking about the no look. Yeah. And he caught it. And he caught it. And then I just rounded, because by the time I was running first base, I just dropped my knees and almost started crying. Because I was like, that's it. And you never came back. My career is over. You said, I'm done. I would have went back, but I couldn't. The town was like, Will, you're legally not allowed to play. Sorry. You're 16 now. You can drive a car and get girls. You can't play baseball. What? Yeah. You were 16? I was 15 when this happened. I was 15. Okay. So yeah, sophomore in high school. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was that was terrible. That was absolutely awful. So yeah, that's that's my baseball story. I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. It was it was regrettably horrible. Damn shame. What are you gonna do? That's that's the world <laughs> we live in. So contacts. Uh do you wear contacts? No, I have perfect vision. <sighs> you lucky. Lucky and bastard. like I thought it's funny because growing up I thought I didn't understand or I didn't know that more people have bad I thought like not to be offensive, but I thought like people that you know how back in the day they used to just like shun and like try to like wipe out like handicapped people, it was unacceptable to be handicapped in society. Yeah. I, I thought most people had perfect vision and that there were some people who just got unlucky. And it wasn't really until I was a full-blown adult that I was like, oh, yeah, like, Loki, everybody's blind. I mean, as you get older, too, your, your vision wears. Um... But I, I, I didn't realize st- st- statistically that it's kind of, like, I'm not normal. Like, a lot of people have reading glasses or yeah. some, some vision impairment of some sort. Everyone in my family, at least my, 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 my nuclear family, my mom, my brother, my dad. Nuclear have, family? Your, 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 the nuclear family. So a nuclear family is like your direct family. It's like if you have siblings and your parents. Oh, you know, never heard that term. Like your actual family. Well, it's a big, it's the nuclear family is a, is a big thing in like culture and like how you should raise your kids. And So yeah, nuclear family is very important. So my nuclear family is my parents and my brother. Whereas like, you know, beyond that, my regular family, like my extended family is my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, and it's my... For the off family, it's like my second cousins and everyone I don't everyone I pretend to know. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so everyone in my family has uh, glasses except my brother. Um, I got him in third grade. My dad's had him forever. My mom got him later in life. My grandparents had him. Uh, a lot of my uncles have them. Most of my family has glasses. But I went back and forth with contacts. I got glasses in third grade. Um, went to contacts, I think, in sixth grade. Went back to glasses because I don't remember. Actually, I got my timeline all screwed up here. But I, I, I go back and forth with cl- glasses and contacts. Then in college, I went back to contacts. What about braces? 
I had braces. Braces are a scam. I'll go. I'll go on a rant about braces. Braces a are a scam. That's braces a are a scam. Bold statement. I mean, they're not a scam for me. They were a scam. I got scammed into braces. Um. So you must you you must have an opinion on Invisalign as well. I don't know what that is, but that's the like those plastic retainers that people put on their teeth instead of having braces. You can remove them. Well, braces work. I mean, don't get me wrong. Braces work. <laughs> You're like I deny the science. No, of braces. Like braces, like my brother had really bad teeth and uh-huh. they straightened out his teeth. But I'm saying not everyone needs braces and every dentist is going to suggest braces because they cost like $5,000 when I got them. So I can only imagine what they cost now. Uh, yeah. Same with your wisdom teeth, right? I did not need my fucking wisdom teeth removed. You got yours pulled. I did get them pulled because it, a dentist is like, yeah, we just pull them nah. just, to, just to be safe. The amount of dentists that recommended for me to get my wisdom teeth pulled they still here. Yeah. You know what? You're lucky. You They're saved by like here. 50 grand. <laughs> I don't 50 much, grand. I don't, I don't know how much they actually cost, but they cost a fucking lot. And what, what made me, con- what convinced me to do it, my mom was just like, listen, Will, you can do it now where we're paying for it, or you can risk it and risk paying for it yourself later in life. And I was like, fuck. I'm going to have to fact check you on that 50 grand. Yeah, I, I doubt it's 50 grand. <laughs> I highly doubt it's 50 grand. But it's really expensive. So while, while I'm telling my contact story. One year story, of college at a, presti- at a prestigious institution is the amount of money it will cost. So I had I had braces. The average lifetime, like, lifespan of having braces is about three years. Uh, I had mine for 14 months. Okay, so that's that's brief. Yeah, very brief, which tells me I didn't. I probably didn't actually need them. Although, look at my teeth right now. Uh, you can see the gap. So I probably need him again. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably need him again. If we're, if we're calling a, a spade a spade. I have a small gap. You can't really notice it, but small gap. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it could be worse. So while I'm telling my contact story, why I kept switching back and forth, um, look up the average cost of braces uh, and wisdom teeth. Average cost of... of braces and wisdom teeth. So my contact story is I kept going back and forth. One, because the contacts keep, would keep breaking in my eye. What? Like I just be like doing homework and I'd blink and my contact just rips in half. And I gotta pull out like two, three pieces of contact from my fucking eyeball, which is traumatizing and it hurts. Um, <laughs> but what really made for a me child? You want to be? You want to specify for braces? Braces for a child. Why would it cost more for an adult? They're pro- it's probably like you know movie theater prices if you're if you're a certain age. You get a discount. I mean, I didn't if I didn't know that, but yeah, if that if there's two different prices based on age range, I think that's some bullshit. But I'm curious. And then you said average average cost, cost of wisdom of teeth. Wisdom uh, teeth. But really, what man. made me want to get rid of contacts forever and throw them in hell, dude? Oh my god, I just seen the result, and you couldn't be <laughs> fifty grand. I tried pulling up out of my ass. All right, fifty fine. fucking grand. Fine. How much? How much? How much? All right, all right, all right. So we got. Seventy-five to two hundred dollars per tooth. That's it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's it. Got a fifty. No, grand. no way. That F- has to be a fifty myth. grand. All right. <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> uh, average cost of braces uh, five thousand. Five thousand. You won the money with that one. Yeah, because I remember my mom. My, my, my mom without insurance though. Without three thousand with. Yeah, only two seventy-five to two hundred bucks per tooth for the wisdom tooth. That, that's what I'm saying. That's a, uh, that's really affordable. Let's see. I'm less mad I got them the, pulled Here now. it says 600 to 1100 with all, somewhere between 75 and 250 per tooth. All right. And then it says all four, probably 600. If they bundle them, give you a, a coupon code. 
yeah, just enter use coupon, coupon code, code talking with Tarashuk. No, use use coupon code TWT with fifty percent off your first tooth. So if we had a if we had a dentist sponsor, we could have really done that for real. We could have. You know? Okay. In the future. So contacts. Um, I thought it was bouncing around here. The first question was about sports. Um, and then and then. We didn't ask another question. No, we just started this, this talking. is all the first question. Organic. That, hey, that's the glory of this Moving podcast. Moving along. The questions are there as a as a comeback to center point. We can divulge, divulge, divulge off into anywhere we want to go. Like fucking contacts. Uh, so contact lenses. Chris, you're going to love this story, I promise. Um, contact lenses. So I was in Washington, D.C. with my friends and his family going camping and visiting Washington, D.C., seeing all the monuments. Um, and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And you can probably tell where the story is going. So my friend's dad dared me. and was like, hey, well, I bet you won't eat like the Inferno sauce, which is the hottest sauce in the menu. And I was like, you know what, Mr. D? There's an award, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's like if you can eat like X amount, they give you like an award, like a plaque or something. It probably costs 50 grand. Um, But uh, so uh, I accept. You gotta you gotta start throwing fifty grand out for reckless this reckless thing. We need T-shirts. It probably Canada. It probably costs fifty grand. Yeah, fifty grand. Fifty fifty Canada coins. Um, so I'm gonna get the story out one way or the other. I promise. So I order the wings. I eat like three of them because my mouth is on fucking fire. They don't. They call it Inferno for a reason. It's really hot. Um. So I don't finish them, of course. But we go back that night. I take out my contacts. And uh, unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst. my fingers must have had some residue from that sauce. Because the next morning, some infernal residue. I put those bad boys in my eyes. Oh, my gosh. And How I, old were you? You didn't wash your hands a lot. No, I, d- I definitely washed my hands. Why not that much? You know what it was? We had the alcohol. <laughs> we had the alcohol wipes at the table, so I, and I definitely wiped with the alcohol wipes because my fingers. And, and I like my fingers. This is a day later. This is the same night. Oh, oh. The same night. So I, I, I take them out that night, put them in a solution. The next morning, I put them back in, and I've never yelled so loud in my life. It hurt like a motherfucker. So obviously, I ripped them let's out. Let's get a let's get a snippet of that scream, but back up from the mic. Like, something like that. I'm in a camper, right? To the point where, like, you know, people next door are like, is everything okay? <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, here's 50 grand. Go away. So <laughs> I throw the, I throw the oh, contacts. I, I wash my contact case. New solution. Um, do new contacts. And then, no, I believe I did new contacts. I don't think I have my glasses with me. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Uh, but the next day... I put my glass, I put my contacts in, and the same thing. Ah! It wasn't as bad. It was not as bad of a scream. It was, ah! Because it still hurt. So. Doing something wrong, man. Like, you know, I cleaned the case, the saloon, new solution, new contacts, and it still hurt. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going back to glasses permanently. And I went back in college for contacts because I thought I looked cute with, with, with contacts and glasses. Uh, which to an extent was true, and then post college, you, you looked cuter. I did look cuter. <laughs> Yo, okay, Willie, Willie T without glasses. Wow. All right. 
<laughs> hubba hubba over we gotta, here. We gotta put like a heart around your head and post. Sorry, ladies. This guy is, with or without glasses is taken. <laughs> we gotta put a heart around your head and like in post, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, but then it was, then it was post-college uh, while working, you know, contacts kept ripping my eyes. It was like, it was only one eye. It was like my left eye would break. And then, you know, they give you pairs of contact lenses. So I gotta put a left eye in. So I'm, I have an even number of right eye, but an odd number of left eye. So how can we flip the whole system? Like, you know what? Screw it. Back to glasses. I've been wearing glasses since 2018. I mean, the glasses that you chose a you chose a stylish frame. Warby Parker. I'd say this is a, a stylish stylish choice. The square yeah. the square frames. It works. Yeah. Well, I had I had circle frames forever. I had like little little ovals. You had little... the Harry Potter's. No, there the, was the, the a perfect circle. I had like ovals, so it was just like. Oh. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I went. To, I went to square because square is cool. better. Square stylish. Yeah, square is very stylish. Well, apparently, I mean, I read a whole guide on glasses. At one point, I almost fed into the the, the blue light glasses fad, and I was like, hmm, based on the shape of my head, what frame should I get? There's a whole guide. Apparently, oh, I went apparently shape head shape means a lot. Oh yeah, I went, to... I went through that guide multiple times. Mm. To the point, like, I asked my brother's fiance, I was like, hey, Meg, like. What shape would you say my head is? She goes, you getting fitted for glasses? I go, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to get new glasses. Thanks. It's kind of an odd question. Thanks, but... <laughs> thanks for calling. For... I'm surprised she knew. Like, She's like, I'm, I'm going to not think you're just a weirdo asking me about the shape of your head. I'm, I'm assuming you're getting fitted for some glasses. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it, was, it was kind of a question for like the general group. Brown, I, I kind of like directed it at her. That should be a question on the unknown, unnamed nonsense. What's what, the question? What, what is your head shape? What is my head shape? Yeah. Uh, my head shape is... I don't know what's my head shape. Let me. Let me I don't know what's my head shape. I, I'm, I'm off camera. Let me, I'm, the camera's what this way. Mm, I think it's here. more. I feel like I got the dinosaur egg right it's here. It's kind of. It's like it's like an egg. My head's like an I, egg. I got the dinosaur egg. Oh, you, from the, the side. I got profile? the Homo sapien. Like like like, like the Neanderthal. Yeah, I got the like, I got the Homo sapien like Homo sapien cranium. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Are we gonna ask another question? Yeah, we can. We can go. We can go back to center. What's the next? All right, I want to be divisive. I'm divisive. Did OJ do it? Oh, I've been waiting for this question. <laughs> Did OJ do it? Did OJ do it? Did OJ do it? <laughs> Did OJ do it? I mean, and I have an opinion on this, and it's not what people are gonna think. Go ahead. Go. I do too. It's also not what people are gonna think. But please, I've been talking a lot this podcast. You first. I think he fucking did it. Of course, he fucking did but, it. <laughs> but, but, I think he did it. <laughs> And because the police planted evidence, he fucking got away with it. They plant. I didn't know they planted evidence. There was a whole bunch of weird shit going on with the trial. If it don't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, that was. You ever see the uh, FX? Uh, no. The people really good, really good. People versus OJ Simpson. Um, there was weird things like blood being on. Uh, one of the things I remember in particular is that there was blood on two sides of a sock. And like, if you're bleeding down, you're like it's not gonna be. It's like somebody soaked the, soaked the sock in blood. There would only be uh, in the situation that it was. There would only be blood on one side of the sock. I guess know. it depends how much you're bleeding. But there, the, no. It looked like it. It looked like like there was the whole. Th there was a whole bunch of things. I I don't remember like the specifics, but I remember I remember watching it. And I'm like, oh okay, that's 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 funky. And then there was the the cop that turned out to be right. There was a whole bunch of things that were going on with the trial. And I think I personally believe, yeah, I think he did it. 
But I think the police, you know, there was funny things going on, evidence planted because they wanted to get him so bad. And that's why it created reasonable doubt. Well, it's it's okay. Like I, I completely agree. He definitely did do it. Uh, cop shenanigans wouldn't be the first time nor the last, so it definitely wouldn't surprise me. But uh, when you ask the question, did OJ do it? I really think it doesn't matter uh, because the only thing that matters is what the jury thinks, right? Like in any trial, did you do it? It's what you could prove. Exactly. It's not. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Thanks, mm. Denzel. Um, but it's it's also what does a jury think? Side note: I have a mean Denzel impression. Oh, please Another do day. it. No, not right now. Okay, I'm fine. Not right. fine. I'll add to the list. Um, <laughs> do your Denzel impression. That's the question. That's a question. It's, like, it's more of a command more than a question. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter if OJ did it because. I think the way the judicial system works, at least how it should work. But let's, you, you do think he did it. Yeah, oh, he, thought, he wrote a book called If I Did It, If in Blue, I Did It was in Red. What kind of so, yo, sociopath? He did it. He 1000% did it. But again, it doesn't matter because the jury was just like, yeah, we don't care. He's free. You ever hear that, uh, that. Uh, Jay Z line. I'm I, not uh, on four on uh, four forty four. Well, I despise Jay Z. Really, I hate. I have a deep hatred for Jay Z. I'm gonna need to. Uh, let me tell you this first, but <laughs> no, that that's a conversation for off air because there's certain people out there who want to hear the story, and I'm not gonna give them the satisfaction. <laughs> there's a line by Jay Z. He goes, "I'm not black. I'm OJ." Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Take that, take, you know, up to interpretation, but basically. But I I think it's a deeper question of the justice system, how it works and how it should work. So OJ might not be the best example for the point I'm trying to make, but I'm going to do a different movie. Uh, Because OJ is really a movie. His whole life is a giant movie. Just don't tell anyone. It's like a Truman show, but it's just OJ. Mm. Um, I forget the name of it, but it had Matthew McConaughey as a lawyer. And Samuel Jackson as his defendant, based on a true story um, about this father in the South, maybe like deep Georgia, in like the 60s-ish, where um, these two guys raped his 11-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And was arrested for it. Mm-hmm. And then when they were going into the courthouse, Samuel Jackson entered the courthouse with a shotgun and killed both of them. Mm. So the trial turns to Denzel's trial, where he's on now on trial for murder. And the argument is, you know, he didn't know what he was doing when he did it. He was insane, this, that, or the other. And spoiler, if you haven't seen the movie, it came out in the Denzel's 90s. the lawyer. No, McConaughey's the lawyer. All right, all right, all right. But De- I thought you said Samuel Jackson. Samuel, was- oh, sorry, Matthew McConaughey's the lawyer. Did I say Denzel? Well, you Ma- said Samuel Jackson had the shotgun. Is it Denzel or Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson. No Denzel. No Denzel. Okay. Denzel's on this movie. Matthew McConaughey's- <laughs> okay. Matthew McConaughey- <laughs> I should have me thinking about Denzel. Ooh. Um, so McConaughey's the lawyer. Denzel's the- De- Fuck! Samuel Jackson is the guy who killed the guy who raped his daughter. Um, now, he is on trial for the murder. And the defense is pretty much like McConaughey's closing defense is like, listen- Close your to the jury. Close your eyes. Picture this. And he goes to like the details of the trial and of the rape and like coming home. And he goes, now picture she was white. 
Mm. And the idea is, what would you do? So the jury's just like, if I'm on that jury, yeah, I'm killing that guy. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't fuck justice. I'm getting my justice. I'm killing him. I can't believe I haven't seen this movie. So essentially, the jury was just like, listen, you did it. We know you did it. But in a court of law, jury appears saying, we don't care. You are a free man. Because we would have all done the same thing. Any sane person would have done the same thing. And I think in a, in a weird logic back to OJ, I'm not saying what he did was right. But I'm saying if he did or not, it doesn't matter because the jury can find him innocent anyway. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the craziness and low-key the best part of our justice system. Where it's just like, it, yeah, it should matter if you did it or not. But I like the fact that even if you did it, you can still get away with it in certain aspects. Like, yeah, you raped my daughter. I'm going to murder the fuck out of you. <laughs> hey, yeah. And you could get a good lawyer that could potentially get you off, convince the jury. Yeah. Be I mean, because at the end of the day, the jury is a panel of people with feelings. We are emotional creatures. So, yeah. So, uh, by the way, boom, a time to kill. A time to kill. There it is. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. Honestly, great movie. McConaughey has like this this weird love angle with Sandra. Sandra Bullock has no. Is it Sandra? Yeah, Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock has no oh, business. Kevin, Kevin Spacey is in there too. Kevin Spacey is the other lawyer. Ah. Uh, he's the other lawyer uh, in defense of the people who were murdered. And he's phenomenal in the movie. And I'm not so he's the, that they're the, that's the plaintiff. He's a plaintiff, yes. Yeah. So yeah, Sandra mm. Bullock's kind of showing this movie for no reason other than, you know, they need more time to kill. Um, but they, always, they always throw a love interest in, in, in movies. like. You know. Well, here's the thing. Like, McConaughey has a wife and kid. And, like, it's oh, so like, it's an affair. It, it's like, well, will they, won't they? Mm. And the stress of the trial. Exactly. Because, like, the stress of the trial. Because, yeah. like, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a white guy defending a black guy in the deep, deep south in, like, the 60s era. But he's, like, he's, like, a good one. Or he's, like, nah, like, you know, he's he's trying to defend Sam, uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the yeah. movie. He believes in him. Everybody else is like yeah. this and all that. Yeah. So he's, he's stressed out. And his house gets burned down by the clan. So that happens, too. Oh, so the, wow. the clans in this movie, like, it's... It's and it's a hundred percent well based on a true story, whatever the fuck that means. But and it, it's probably a landmark case because of the time period. So yes, it's just the no, stress. It, a thousand percent. This is stress that he's under. Like the fact that a black guy got off of killing two white guys in this deep South sixties is a miracle. I feel like I've seen parts of this movie. It's a good movie. I think I gave it a solid seven out of ten. That's the thing about me, Christian. Whenever I go, whenever I watch a movie, the first thing I do is go to IMDb and star rate it. I've rated probably like two hundred. You movies. actually do it. I do. So I will say, the average needs to be consistent. I don't do that, but what I do is before I watch a movie, you know, so people get get annoyed. They're like, "Yo, just turn on the movie." I will go on Rotten Tomatoes. I will go on IMDb. I will read the reviews prior to watching it. Oh, I don't especially do that. in the era of streaming with. Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Originals, especially on Netflix with the cookie-cutter Netflix movies that are mm -hmm. an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, this is a Netflix original. I might need to look up the reviews before I waste an hour and a half of my life. So the other, the other I, per I personally don't think an hour and a half. I don't think you can... It's difficult to tell a... to have a, to have a great movie only in an hour and a half. 
it depends on the movie. Like comedies, most comedies, comedies, comedies are fine. Most comedies are not hour and but a like half. A like, thri- like they had like a thriller and only an hour and a half. I can't do it. Yeah, tell 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 the departed in an hour and a half. Good luck. Tell the Godfather in an hour and a half. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Um. So like the other day, uh, Jazz and I watched Bridesmaids. I have never seen Bridesmaids. And I won't look at the rating before I see the movie. I'll look at it after. That's not true. Sometimes I do it before. But typically I do it after. And Bridesmaids is rated 6.8 out of 10. And the 288,000 people rated it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. I rated it a 6. The Departed. No, Bridesmaids. The Departed. What did I do for The Departed? So The Departed. The Departed. Departed. Uh, is an 8.5 out of 10. That's 1.3 million stars uh, ratings. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I think it's a near perfect movie. Mm. Uh, but, you know, because we actually do one live. Because the other night I, the other night we watched Final Destination, the first one. Mm-hmm. And this movie was fucking awful, but so much fun. Uh, IMDb, out of 249,000 reviews, has a 6.7 out of 10. And you know what, man? I completely agree. I'm going to give it a six. Sometimes I watch movies just to laugh at them, like because they're so bad. Oh, have you ever watched? Uh... What's the one with the um, the shark mega? Oh, uh, uh, Sharknado. No, it's called oh, the Megalodon. The, the Meg. The Megalodon. I think I Meg. watched Meg. It's got Jason Statham. Meg 2? He's like, come on, guys. We got to go kill us a shark. That's not bad. Jason Statham. He's like, the Megalodon. He's like, he, you ever see the scene in, um, what's that movie with Melissa McCarthy where he's just saying all the ridiculous things that he could do that make no sense? <laughs> he's like, I ripped off this fucking arm and reattached it with this fucking arm while on fire. Dude, Jason Statham's a silly bitch. I'm not going to lie. He's a silly bitch. The behind the scenes are funny because, you know, it's hard to keep a straight face while saying some of those uh, ridiculous one-liners in that movie. All right. I think I'm ready for the next question. Look, OJ, that was a good one. That was fun. All right. Some of these questions I just don't understand. Perfect. Ask it. No, I'll explain. What, what purpose do geese serve? What is... Yes. Ooh. What? Fill what, me in. What do you mean? Why? Like That's the question. It's not something I've ever thought of. Exactly. That's why I asked it. It's something I thought of. <laughs> That's, I, was just, I was just probably sitting on my couch watching wrestling or playing video games. Were you sober? <laughs> <laughs> most when of these, you, most of these questions of question. are not written actually are not written when I'm sober. <laughs> so the answer probably not. So what purpose do geese serve? You know why I asked that question on a podcast? So you're thinking about the food chain and like everybody's respective duties in the in the ecosystem. What does what 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 do geese do? Dude, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh but I think I think geese solely exist to fucking annoy me. Geese just annoy the shit out of me because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're always on the golf course and they poop everywhere. Geese shit is like all like, open my fridge. God damn it, there's some geese shit in here. How'd that get there? Not again. It's gonna cost me 50, 50 grand to replace this fridge. Uh, but yeah, geese are just the worst. They're the worst animals on the history of this planet. Uh, but- I feel like this could be a question for Google. We'll see what Google says. It's, it's good to see what Google says. But, Chris, I don't know if you know this, but I can actually speak to geese. Can't just say that and then not explain. So, okay, so here's here's how you speak to geese. You got to go from afar, inch up close. You just got to go, 
Honk. Honk. And that's it. You can speak to geese. And uh, what do they say back? I can't tell you that, man. That's between me and the goose. <laughs> no, so let, me, let, me, let's, let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Somebody asked this. <laughs> what? See? I'm glad I'm not the only one. But I'm the only one who did it in a podcast in a fucking studio with a microphone. What purpose do geese serve? Seed dispersers. Oh. You're eating plants in one area and then depositing seeds in another area when defecating. Uh, see, so that, basically, that's they just, why they poop everywhere. They basically just eat. They eat. And shit. And shit. And move seeds. In mon- it said in moderation can contribute to soil fertility. Hmm. Honk. There you go. They're not here just to. <laughs> no, I really asked that question so I could honk at people. That's that's really it. Uh, so yeah, what purpose do geese serve? Geese fucking suck. That's the end of the story. Next question. Hmm. This is random. Don't overthink it, Christian. This is random. Don't overthink it. Do you think dark mode on your phone is better for your eyes? Did I actually put that on there? Yeah. I did? I don't remember putting that on there. I mean, and then I want to add on to it, though. Go for it. Night mode with the warm colors, which f- probably feeds feed, uh, feeds into the blue light thing. Do I do night I mode? do night mode, but I also have trouble sleeping, so I'd do anything possible to... Um, I have an eye comfort shield on my phone. Oh, you actually have it physically on the phone. No, like it's, it's, it's a setting. Hmm. Uh, uh, keep your eyes comfortable by leaving blue right? light and Yo, using you have an warmer Android. colors. Yeah, so easy to fall asleep. Ad- adaptive, automatically adjust your screen's color temperature based on usage patterns and time of day. So yeah, so like yeah, Michael, I'll, I I notice if like if I'm in a if I'm in a building, put the split split screen. If I'm oh. like in a building, uh, and it's dark, and I walk out and it's light, my phone will automatically adapt. Oh yeah, uh, my phone does that. iPhones do that. Yeah, a lot of phones do that, but I, I don't keep my phone on dark mode. Um, I do one. I don't know. I just don't like being blinded with white light. But also the fact that it's just dead pixels. If you have it in dark mode, it's not. Well, that's what I believe. I don't know that for sure, but I'm pretty sure, you know, the dark mode is just the absence of light. So your phone is using less energy to show you the same thing. Well, I would. That's interesting. We should Google that. All right, we, we need a good when none of us are eye experts or phone experts, but uh. We we need a we need a good Google search on this to help us out. Let's we'll say, does dark mode save battery? That's a good start. There is dark mode save battery because is it better for your eyes? I would guess. I'd guess. Yes. Mm, <laughs> I think I might be I, I might be debunked here. A long pause now. I'm going to guess yes. Using a higher brightness in dark mode draws the same amount of power as lower brightness in light mode. Making it easier on the user's eyes. This indicates that although dark mode may not be as battery efficient as expected, it does have some benefits. Yeah, I I would say like maybe it'll save you a few minutes on battery life. You would think it would though, you know, not by not showing the pixels. Like black is black. You turn up the brightness, the areas where it's black, it's still black. Yeah, black is literally just the absence of light. Exactly. That's all black is. Right. 
where white is, hey, here's all of the lights, all, all at yeah. once. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is it better for your eyes? Google that. Is dark mode better for your eyes? I would get. I would say probably minuscule. Um, but it really comes down to preference. I really don't put. I don't put. I can notice your Google's in dark mode. Hmm. All right. So let's let's zoom in here. Want to read this? Uh, well, dark mode has a lot of benefits. It may not be better for your eyes. Using dark mode is helpful in that it's easier on the eyes than a than a stark bright white screen. However, using a dark screen requ requires your pupils to dilate, which makes it harder to focus on the screen. Oh. See, we weren't we're not eye experts. We didn't even think so about, actually, we didn't even think about that. That actually makes sense. It's it's like it's so dark mode. Your eyes have to work harder to see it. I'm still like with the argument that what you're looking at isn't in the, it's not in the black area. But I guess like the, the text is if the text is white, but I guess the background. Well, like would 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 dark mode affect the brightness on the phone though? Because the black, it's still there's still pixels when it's a black. Like you know, like like this is a black screen. Obviously, there's no pixels. Right. But when you turn it on, like the, there's still black pixels. It still emits darkness, like my phone, like my phone background. I'm saying if you like that, that black still has. Oh my, this I'm way, saying this I'm way. I'm flipping my phone off and on, and the black see it looks the same. Hmm. Off, like on, it doesn't look like it's getting brighter in the black areas. Hmm. But you know, what do you know? It's an interesting question. I guess all preference. I some some things I like dark mode. Some things I prefer light mode. Like my phone light, YouTube light, Google light. I actually lean more towards light than I thought I would. I want to I want to shout something out right now just to help the people out, iPhone users. If your address bar is on the bottom, so there was an update, right? That all of a sudden put the address bar on the bottom. Terrible. If you go to your settings where that little thing in the corner is, you can switch it back to the top. That's all I want to say cuz I can't fucking stand it iPhone has a has a tendency to fix things or make things that don't need to be there. They there. just did it, and you know, you know, like changing chargers, getting rid of the getting rid of the headphone jack, uh, something like that, or the blue text button, or like when it's like you laughed at an image in a group chat, group chat, and like we both get texts that so and so laughed at an image, that none of that needs to be there. Oh, see, you probably don't. You have an Android, but in between iPhone users, it does like. You know how it says it in, it says what it does in quotes yeah. and it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. On iPhone it actually just shows the symbol. I know, I know, I know. It's it's, oh, it's okay. an emoji. Yeah, yeah. But I get a text about it, but you will also get a text about it. If we're in a group chat, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's stupid. That doesn't mm -hmm. need to be there. That function is so easy to fix. Why is it there? Fuck you, Apple. It can't it can't possibly cost more than fifty grand to fix that. Fifty grand. That's definitely the theme of uh of this one. Yeah, I do that on purpose. It's called storytelling. Mm, Alright, I'm looking for another one. I'm gonna call it 50 Grand Little League and OJ. That's the name of the episode. Oh, OJ did it. Oh, since we talked about geese, you know what I'm gonna ask? What do you got? Where did Goosebumps get their name? Did I put that on there? You're the only person who put questions on here. I thought that was an off-the-cuff question. No, I, I put a few. I mean, I might have been cold. And I saw goosebumps. I was like, "Huh, how do these get their name?" So this, 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 this is the first guess game. 
So that means, Christian, uh, we have to guess where Goosebumps came from. And then we Google it and we find out how wrong we are. I'm going to say this is, this, is, this is a stretch. Long ago, there was some part of human history where we got infected by geese. And we Ooh. got these bumps all over us. Oh. That's not it, though. I thought, okay. It's definitely not all it. Right, I got to go deeper. I'm, I'm, I'm going to dig I'm deeper. Okay. Um, so, back in the 1360s, there was a German philosopher. Do you know the answer to this question? No, no. I'm completely making all this off the top of my head. It's completely all made up. So, 1360s, there was a German philosopher called Victor Von Goosebump. And he is the one... Have you ever done improv? No. Because this is ridiculous that you're coming up with this. So he, he had a sick daughter. And she noticed she was always cold. Uh, she was always, always sick when it was cold out. And her arm had these weird bumps. So they called a doctor, 1360s. So it's like, well, it's not diarrhea, so you should be fine. Um, and all they did was just put it by the fire. And the goosebumps went away. And like, that's it. She's cured. So that, so that the, the mechanism for finding what cured her, his sick daughter, Victor Von Goosebump. Victor Von Goosebump. Uh, was indeed the little bumps on her arm. Victor Von Goosebump. And you're like, we don't know what these are called. So we're going to call them Goosebumps. Did they have an accent when they said it? Victor von Goosebump. So like, here's the thing. So like, it's actually not Goosebump. It's something else. But in the English translation, it translates to Goosebump. And it's actually two words. We just confirmed it's one word because we're American. We fuck up languages. Mm. So it could have been like Victor von Guggenbump or Guggenboomp. And they're like, they just called it, and they called them Guggenboomps. In this entirely made up theory. Yes, that's my guess. This is the first guess game. So, what is the actual answer? How did Goosebumps get their name? Oh man, I wish I could have came up with something as ridiculous as that. <laughs> it's unknown, unnamed nonsense, dude. It's completely. Oh my god! It's just that whole story is just utter nonsense. Victor von Goosebump. Victor von Goosebump. I feel like I want to look him up first. Yeah, okay. Let's Google Victor von Goosebump. <laughs> <laughs> no results found. It's von Dash. Is it Victor with a K? Yes, V-I-K-I, Victor. Victor Von... You're like Victor Crumb in Harry Potter? It's Victor Von Goosebump. I don't even know if Victor's a German name. It could be Russian. Let's follow this down the rabbit hole. So first we have... Where did Goosebump Did you name? mean Victor with a C? <laughs> Victor Van Bursaw. <laughs> Berso? Bubusev? I think you made this up. I don't think there's, there's a vi- no. All right, let's go to the actual question. The question also could have been framed like the book franchise. All right, the, yeah. The term goosebumps derives from the phenomenon's association with goose skin. Goose feathers grow from pores in an epidermis that resemble human hair follicles. When a goose's feathers are plucked, its skin has. I don't know what that word is. Where the Pr- protru- fe- protrusions. Protrusions. Fancy you over there. Where the feathers wear and bumps are what the human phenomenon resembles. So it's like when you abuse geese, we get names for things on our arms. Basically. Hmm. 
Well, you ever rip a hair? You ever like pluck a hair and it leaves a bump? But I don't even know who thought this through. I, I don't think they were sober either. Oh, dude, I got goosebumps right now. I mean, it's just my pores. I don't know. It's a little chilly in here. Pores. Like, okay, so like you get you get goosebumps when you're cold or when you're scared. I, How does that I've work? never. Only when I'm cold. Like, if you're really scared, I guess you haven't been scared enough. Wow, you're fearless. You're a fearless leader. You're, like, you're as fearless as Victor Von Goosebump. Um, but, like, you know, like, I'm so scared my hair is standing up. I'm just looking at my arms, looking for goosebumps. Like, goosebumps appear! Honk! Nope, not there. What about when something's ticklish? You know, that's a good question to add. You probably okay. get goosebumps when you're. I've seen people get goosebumps when That's they a good question to add to the list. What makes people ticklish? Why can't you tickle yourself? That's a great question as I try doing it. Why? Why? Uh, okay. I mean, that w- I feel like a video could go viral with somebody like actually hysterically laughing while tickling themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to work. just going all over <laughs> the place. <laughs> and tell, telling themselves to stop it. <laughs> stop, stop it! Stop, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man. is too ridiculous. Okay, this okay. This this is a good additional question. Question like number one hundred six. Uh, what makes people ticklish? Let's add, let's add that one. Why can't you tickle yourself? And how come some people aren't ticklish? And have you ever seen the documentary Tickled? <laughs> the documentary is phenomenal first of all <laughs> why can't you tickle yourself i mean i think the i think these are questions that need answers we should probably address this right now yeah yeah i mean i mean actually write it down we can just do it right now yeah so yeah let's go to the good old google machine should we guess first what uh victor von goosebump actually also discovered tickling and his, and his, and his prize was a plaque worth 50 grand for braces tying it all together <laughs> It's a weird Wednesday afternoon. What do you want me to tell you? What makes people ticklish? Is that what? <laughs> the idea of someone tickling themselves and, and, <laughs> and telling themselves to stop. <laughs> I can't control myself. All right. <laughs> what makes people ticklish? Uh, well, it probably has something to do with, okay, an involuntary response. Oh, uh, so it's the brain. Autonomic? How do we say that? Autonomic. Autonomic. Yeah. yeah. An involuntary autonomic response. One of the jobs of the hypothalamus is re- is regulating emotional responses. It also controls your reaction to pain, pa- painful stimuli. If you're very ticklish and laugh, or feel uncomfortable when you feel when you when your feet are tickled, you may be having an involuntary response generated by the hypothalamus. Uh, hypothalamus. Excuse me. So I don't like this answer. It's just, it's, it's, too, just, it's too straightforward. It's just like if you don't know if like, if we can't think of a valid answer, just the brain. Hypo like hypothalamus. The hypothalamus. There's an A in there. Oh, Hypo- hi- hypothalamus. Hypothalamus. Hypo- Hypo- Hypothalam. There it is. Hypothalamus. 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 I don't know, but yeah, it's just it's just a part of the brain. So it's just it's just your brain giving a response to the sensation. But it says painful stimuli. So apparently, like getting your feet tickled is is painful, but we just laugh at it. Well, here's the thing, dude. Like tickling. I don't know. Okay. All right. Hear, hear me out for a second. If I was going to torture someone. If you were going to torture someone. I would tickle them. 
you would tickle them. Yeah, I think tickling is probably the best form of torture. No one likes being tickled. Nobody. If you like being tickled, I we need we need to have an interview, like a full one hour talking with Tara Shuck in studio if you're in the area. Free of charge. But like I'm someone who's in a relationship, tickling is a very effective way to get something. <laughs> or to get an admission. Or to get someone to change their mind. Um I think tickling would probably be the most effective. I don't know why they're not tickling people in Guantanamo Bay right now. Where are the terrorists? Can you laugh to death? Oh, yeah. For sure. Because it's like, like you're, you're going like, to suffocate. Yeah. That lack of air. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you know, you've had like a laughing fit. You can't. I can't breathe. I yeah, can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So tickling. Could you imagine, dude? So, uh. My clients. They've showed that in cartoons, like people, like 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 cartoons laughing, and then they're like their spirit, like leaving their body, yeah, <laughs> laughing to death. Yeah, yeah. So why why aren't some people like some people aren't ticklish at all? Do we want to know why can't you tickle yourself first, or why can't? Why? Let's do that. Why can't you tickle yourself? All right, let's let's switch to Google. Your over brain's here. like, hey, hey. Hey, I know this. Right, I so know what says, you're trying to do here. That's you know exactly what? that's exactly it's not gonna work. That's exactly what it is. It says <laughs> the uh cerebellum can predict sensations when your own movement causes them, but not when someone else does. It's all about like, you know. Okay. Unex so it's un about, unexpected. Okay. It's all about perspective. Yeah. Okay, so like uh why why There's some someone out there that can do this. I know there's someone out there that can tickle themselves. Like there's something wrong, but they can do it. All right, so but like how would you prove that? I mean, they could just be like one of us, just pretending to hysterically laugh. You, you know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> how can you? Okay, how can you prove that you can tickle yourself? No, there's no. You can't take a lie detector test. No, those while are bullshit too. You, those aren't real. Yeah, I mean, people can beat lie detector tests. Exactly. Well, except well. So it'd have to be a, a ex CIA operative. Well, here's the problem with here's the problem with lie detector tests. They do work. They are real. I shouldn't say they're not. Real. Oh yeah. But they only work on the people you don't want them to work on. So, like, how do you beat a lie detector test? You got to be psychotic. Like, you you need to be the kind of person who you would want to take a lie detector test. Like, a murderer, like OJ, he probably truly doesn't believe he did it, so he would pass a lie detector test. Because he's so, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, he would probably pass one because he's so psychotic, right? Like, they're mentally just not there. Whereas normal people like you and me, we couldn't pass one because we're not, at least I don't know about you, but we're not crazy enough to pass one. Or have the training. Or have the training, precisely. Mm. So I think it's the same thing with uh, why can't you be, why can't some people be tickled? Uh, they're psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> why? All right, this is, this is, this is the last tickle, tickle inquiry. But like some people are ticklish in different places. Like uh, some people are ticklish behind the knee, where I am not. Some people are ticklish on the ribs, while I like I am as well. Like some people aren't ticklish underneath the armpits, and some people are ticklish. I on their do feet. believe that um, some like tickling is a response to painful stimuli. Have you ever had somebody just go like this to your hand? Yeah. It it feels similar to tickling, even when you do it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to laugh at it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it feels a little silly. It's similar. It feels a little silly. It's the closest sensation I can get to tickling myself. So, why are some people not ticklish? 
Some people are more sensitive to touch than others, so skin sensitivity can play a role in how ticklish a person is. Yeah, takes. nerves. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. Your nerves are dead. That's why you're not laughing. I don't know, dude. I kind of like my uh, Victor Von Goosebump. Desen- yeah, so it says desensitized nerves. <laughs> your, your nerves, your is, nerves are desensitized. Your nerves are just a bunch of Karens. Oh, man. All right. Well, there's our answer. Right. How long have you been going, by the way? Uh, we're about an hour. Hour. Let's do one more. One more question. All right, one more. Make it good. Oh. Can't expose the questions now. Let's see. Oh, there are the questions. I'm seeing them. What? <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh my god, I don't even I don't know why you wrote this. What are your thoughts on women trying on yoga pants on YouTube? Alright, alright. I did not write this. Uh, I didn't write it. I, I didn't write it. So so uh, I was talking with my buddy Chris the other day and telling him about the content of the show and showing him some clips on my TikTok uh, at APS Podcasts. Um and this is a question he wanted me to ask. What are your thoughts on what is it? What are your thoughts on women trying on yoga pants on YouTube? Exactly. So he loves this shit. My buddy Chris loves yoga pants. He, he subscribes to to women trying on yoga pants. I don't go that. I'm not gonna put word. I'm gonna put words in words in man's mouth. But uh, friend of the show, Chris. By the way, he's been on the podcast. Um, but he is a full grown man who wears Lululemons, uh, like their yoga pants or their sweatpants. So take that for what it is. Um, but he loves them. Why do people love them? I mean, oh, I, I mean, I know why. I know, I, I know why. I know why people love them. People love them because, all right, that ass, that ass, that ass. Like the culture of asses, like ass culture. In the has, past, has, in the past fifteen years, has changed. Unbelievable. Asses are in more than ever right now. Yeah, dude. I, I, and I even if you, even if you ass. don't have a lot going on back there, y- yoga pants will embellish. What God gave you, and you get different angles. You got better angles. And, oh yeah! Hey, listen, so... hey, listen, man. These 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 ladies, these women, make a shit ton of money doing it. You know what? Power to them. I can't do that. I gotta make money the hard way with a job. Um, but they found a cheat code, and I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna be mad at women for finding a cheat code. Sex sells, man. Sex sells, and I am I am uh one of those people. <laughs> I mean, the way I look at it is that a lot of women who have taken something that traditionally has been used against them and flipped it on its head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Women women are over-sexualized. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to make some money then. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. I don't have I don't have anything bad to say about that, you know. Get, you know get, what? Get it how you can. They're doing the Lord's work. That's how I put it. They're doing God's work. Power to them. You go, ladies. I mean, if we're gonna be in this society where women are oversexualized, you know, use it to your advantage. Yeah, I got I gotta say, uh, nothing sounds more boring than watching women try on yoga pants on YouTube, but they get millions of views. There's there's a niche thing. This is a thing. Oh yeah, dude! Look, look, go, go to YouTube. Look it up right now. Find some channels and see how many you, views these ladies just, get. Just channels of people trying on pants. Just like, go to YouTube. 
type in women trying on yoga pants. Because here's the thing, dude. They review the yoga pants. They get sponsored by the people who make the yoga pants. All right, so my question is, who's watching this? Is it? Cre- it's. I feel like it's other women that are genuinely interested in buying these yoga pants. Yes. For sure. And just guys that are creeping. Or not just necessarily guys, but people that are attracted to the women that there, it's, are trying on these yoga It's pants. a bunch of guys who are trying to wean off their porn addiction because their girlfriend slash wife wants to leave them. So it's like nic- <laughs> it's like nicotine gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to for, fix. For smokers. Need to fix. It's one, one step down. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure they. So it's 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 a st- it's not it's not soft porn. It's just people trying on clothes. I I've never watched one of these videos, but Christian, can you play? <laughs> can, I, I'm serious. I haven't. I haven't. But can you play one of these videos and overlay it so we can we can do a live reaction to one of these videos? Oh yeah. Let's do that. Let's wow. do that, so and then we can see. we can end there. We can end this show. Chris, my friend, this is for you. Son of a bitch. That's a stupid question. I can't believe I put that on here. Trying on. Yes, women trying on yoga pants. How many views they get? And we'll just watch like a minute of one. I'm sure it's a genuine review. It's like a pro. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my many, goodness. How many views? The o- thumbnail on this. Over 50,000? The thumbnail what on we got? this. What we got? What we got? What we got? Let me see. I'm dying for it. <laughs> the thumbnail on this. Number, the second video here? Hey, come on. Yeah, you know what you do. How many views is that? Uh, Seven hundred and twenty thousand. The one under it, a hundred sixty-nine thousand. That's a year ago. All right, scroll down a little bit. See what we got here. At least all the same chick. Um, this girl. Yeah, some of them look. Wow, wow. One point. Okay, do the one point eight. One point eight million. That, yeah, one point eight. Trying on Amazon scrunch leggings. Heart emoji. Wow. Come on, Chris. You don't have ad blocker on here? What is this bullshit? What are you? What are you? Minions. Oh, we got to watch the ad. Yeah, did you get anything that? I'm going to install ad blocker for you. Nah, right? I have it on my... It. It's because... Uh, different profile. Ah, copy. Ah, puppy. The puppy's wearing the yoga puppy's pants. The puppy's wearing the, the leggings. Angela Bay... What's this chick's name? Angela something. So, power to you, Angela. If you're on audio only, I'm going to do my best to explain it to you. Oh, my God, there's money in a toilet, and she's flushing it. That's, like, illegal. I don't know if you can actually do that. I hope it was fake money, because those are Benjamins. All right, Christian, skip ahead. I don't care what this woman is talking about yoga pants because we can't hear the audio. All right. Let's, uh... Oh, okay, that works. That works. Oh, we're skipping ahead. Oh, we got chapters. We got chapters. Thank. Oh, it says most replayed right here. This part. <laughs> it says most replayed. That's a hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Right, Wait, got? she's telling us how her booty looks. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's the leggings that are doing that, but. Dude, people get butt implants. All right, like that's real. Not gonna lie, though, those pants look really fucking comfy too. They look great. They look very comfortable. Like, I mean, they don't have any pockets. I need pockets. That's a problem. Although, uh, I mean, she doesn't care about the pockets, I don't think. No, no, no. Pockets is getting away. Pockets is another thing to look at. 
when we all know what people want to look at. It's right there in front of you. That's why it says most replayed. This is genius. Right? Like, is there's nothing like this for men. They can't be like, there's no like, uh, there's no underwear that men can model like that. It's like, uh, check out these cargos. I love cargos. I'm not wearing cargo. I'm not wearing cargos. But I love, I'm a big fan of cargo shorts. Uh, but I guess men, like the equivalent for this for men would be like workout videos. But yeah, so that's that. That's that. So Seven hundred twenty. Yeah. That's that's genius. What are, what are our thoughts on uh, women wearing yoga pants in YouTube videos? It's just it's just more content for the world. They you know I'm, they have a niche. I'm not against it. They found it. Power to them. I'm fucking jealous. You know, I mean, Christian? there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of space for influencers with products, especially ones like that. You know what? You know what we're gonna do? I mean, there's perfume, there's makeup, there's there's all types of um, skincare products and yoga pants. Dude, we're gonna we're, okay. We're gonna do a talk when we tire like special. We're gonna spoof one of those videos, and I'm gonna review them. You're gonna review some yoga pants. I'm gonna review some yoga pants. I'm gonna put them on. I'm gonna shake my ass. The whole I'm gonna wear a cup so my dick looks bigger, and it's gonna do the whole the whole nine yards. You, I think what you you should uh you should you should do the video, and we're gonna compare the amount of views <laughs> that you get versus no, this girl in the yoga if, pants. Dude, if I get okay, okay, if this you if, might become an internet sensation. I, I'll do the video. We'll we'll do it here together. Although I don't have yoga pants. Do you do you have access to yoga pants? Um, no. I mean, wait, no. I did need some pants. I'm saying this on the air right now. I borrowed a pair of pants, of yoga pants, from my girl because I didn't have any other pants. It was cold outside, and I needed some long johns. How come? And I was wearing her yoga pants underneath a suit. Oh, my God. That sounds And that nobody sounds knew. Nobody knew. Only I knew. That sounds lovely. It was my little secret. Uh, I was like, I'm wearing yoga pants underneath this suit right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll see you. I'll see if I'll see if I can fit in a jazz's yoga pants. If I can, I'll do the video. Uh, but if I get if I get fifty thousand views on X that girls video, yoga pants. Uh, fifty thousand fifty thousand is a magic number here. Um, if I get fifty thousand views in that video, fifty fifty, I will do one a month. <laughs> That's the deal. I will just keep doing them. Who's tuning in? We're gonna, you know. I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. We'll see. We'll see what that's on TikTok, because TikTok's where my shit is. All right. Are we going to... One more? Are we wrapping up? Nah, it's wrap up. I'm hungry. And I got to be home by uh, 7 o'clock. So that's pretty soon. Um, and there's going to be traffic. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for episode number, whatever the fuck episode this is, of the Talking with Tarashek podcast. 50 grand... What were the other things? Fifty. Where the fuck else did we talk about this episode, Christian? Fifty grand. We talked about uh, contacts, braces, uh, hardest thing to do in sports. Um, oh no! It's, uh, Little League. So fifty grand, Little League. OJ did it. That's the name of the episode. That's nothing like. Yeah, my my toes are clickbait. No no shit. Thanks for noticing. I'm Will Tarashik, T S and Thomas A R A S H U K. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, if you want to join Christian and I for the unknown, unnamed nonsense and answer these questions, including your own questions. If you want to ask me, what is the backstory for Victor Von Goosebump? What happened to his wife? She's dead, by the way. Ask me how. I'll tell you a story on how she died. I'm going to tell you a story. It was Goosebumps. Um, email me, will at APSpodcast.com. That's A-P-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. 
and we will get you on the podcast. If you are in the Montclair, New Jersey area, we can do it in person. I'll shake your hand. Uh, as long as it's not Infernal Hot Sauce on it first. Or if not, we can do it remote over the interwebs on Zoom. We can bring you in like we did with Nash just a few weeks ago. It'll be a lot of fun. Again, that email is will at APSpodcast.com. Or if you want to be like all my other guests, we can talk about anything I generally find interesting. Uh, <laughs> next week. Woo! Next week's going to be a doozy. We are speaking to my boss, my current boss, as in the person who makes sure I get paid. So that's going to be fun. We're going to talk about Web3, student loan debt, forgiveness, the economy, and uh, what exactly we do as a dynamic duo and as a grade A, A team for my day job. Christian, I know you're looking forward to that one. That's coming next Tuesday. So what do you got? Tuesday. What do you got for me, my friend? I'm just going to wrap it up. This has been a APS podcast talking with Tara Shook specifically. I am Christian Wright here at Cube Recording Studios. Come through and stay tuned for the next episode of Talking with Tara Shook. Signing off. And I promise we will be live soon. It's going to happen. We will be live. streaming, baby. We will be live streaming eventually. live streaming. Once once we kind of get it together and get it. We got to iron out some kinks. Yeah, we got to iron some kinks. So, Christian, we're going to do that. Not now, but right now.